the mirror, it's broken. Yes, I know. I like it that way. Makes me look the way I feel. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Bright. He's a common ignorant slob. He don't even speak good English. He doesn't even speak good English. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Man in Motion podcast. Uh, we're back again. Again, me, myself, Bray, Rashid, and Jake. Um, and we're back with another movie. And today we're talking about Nope. Why hasn't anyone, like, changed outfits? <laughs> can you can you not break the uh, the immersion here, please? Like, I feel like everyone was wearing the same thing last week. Yeah, well, well, I don't have many clothes. Okay, fair. So. At least you've been honest. Yeah. I would really love to see my family again at some point. Don't work harder! We've, been, we've kept him here for a whole week. Yeah, we've been held captive, so, you know. <laughs> How? No. Our coordinates are 3.0. Just <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about Nope, Jordan Peele's new film. Um, so anybody that wants to kick it off, go right, go right for it. Go for it, Rashid. Rashid? Oh, no, I'll go after someone. Um, I don't want to start. <laughs> you don't want to start? All right, Bri? Okay. Um, so I'm just going to talk about how I felt and I would like for you all to like just state that as well. Yeah. This is actually, I feel awful saying this because I love Jordan Peele, but reflecting on the film, I actually thought it was a little bit boring. Now, I appreciate the movie objectively. I know, I know, I know. Now, I appreciate the film objectively, and I think on an objective standard, it is amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think the reason why I felt like it was boring is because I went in there with um, expectations based off of Get Out and us, which I think was unfair of me to do so. Okay. Oh, no. I mean, th- but he has a very strong reputation. He does, well. right? And, like, those films were hilarious and packed with action and gore and blood. And I kind of was in the mood for seeing blood and gore and people killing each other. I mean, there was literally blood raining from Not the Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Okay? I wanted more. And, um, and I didn't get that, so I was a little bit bored, hmm. but... The th- the ideology, it's ma- <laughs> is a, ma- a masterpiece. Like the message is a masterpiece. I interpreted this film as a critique of Hollywood. Mm. The yeah. alien is is Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- there's a lot about the the spectacle, like yeah. the un- the desire to observe and yeah. the desire to and I'd suck things up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I found that it was. Um, it, it, it was kind of like that in two ways where he he's like the, the analogy was like, you know, the aliens, Hollywood and, you know, the, the kind of the, the death of cinema. I guess we yeah. always talk about it. Yeah, we always, um, just casual conversation. But then also yeah. at the same time, he said it just like th- through the, like through how the movie, mm-hmm. uh, uh, okay, let, I don't know how to explain this. He, th- he said it with just like how the movie was. Mm-hmm. Like when I was watching the movie, like take away any of the messaging and stuff, but like I was thinking, 
oh man, this feels like a Spielberg film. This feels like a classic, like third, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, like just a really exciting, like I'm watching an alien film. Yeah. Like this is cool. It's, it's almost I mean? like an inverse of Close Encounters. Exa- exactly, about, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it felt almost like, um, okay, I'm critiquing Hollywood at the same time, but that I'm also making the movie that, this is like how we're going to recover almost. Yeah. Right. Um, so that that was kind of how I looked at it. It's he did it in two ways at the same time, which I thought was so fantastic. So he's providing like an antidote. Yeah, he's asking okay. the question sure. and then providing the answer yes, at the same time. I agree with yeah. that, yeah. I, I also like there is a great running theme throughout the film and I don't know whether I've interpreted it correctly, but it has this sort of message of humankind's supposed dominion over the animal kingdom and how sort of paper thin that can be very much a lot of the time. Like we like to think that we're in control, like we farm and we, you know, use Mm -hmm. animals for entertainment and we use them. And sometimes we need a little reminder to go, we're not in control of everything, (laughs) you know, like all the time. There might be something more powerful out there or there might be something you know like yeah. th- th- there's a lot of unknown about it as well mm. too and and i i quite like that it is sort of oh it, it, sorry I'll, I'll get into it in a minute a little bit because mm. we'll, we'll talk about the characters but but you sort of figure things out at the same rate that the mm-hmm. characters do yes I feel. yes yep. i think yeah that's which is I that's think a very, very smart kind of, you know, yeah, yeah that, that they sort of react, and maybe this was just me uh, projecting, but they sort of react at the same rate that you react as well. Mm-hmm. You sort of, yeah, I, d- I don't know whether I've interpreted that correctly or not, but I, I yeah, thought there's it was no wrong cool. interpretation. Yeah, there's no wrong interpretation. Yeah, it's, it's whatever yeah. you want it to be. That's the beauty about film. Yeah, yeah. Plus, uh, sorry. Plus, oh, plus, looks cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> that is a very dad way to... Sorry. Cool. <laughs> Good work, son. Yeah. Bring it all uh, the dad energy. Rashid, what do you think? All right, so um, I really enjoyed the movie. And um, I, I know a lot of people going into the film, they expected it to be something similar to um, Get Out mm. or Us. Whereas, like, that that was clearly not the intention of this movie. He wanted to do something, you know, very unique. And he's never really done something on this scope... Uh, with a really big budget. So to yeah. see him, like, you know, implement the, you know, messages of, um, you know, Hollywood, you know, sucking people up and, you know, um, the tra- uh, cloud chasing. It, mm. The movie was about cloud chasing. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, <laughs> that was the message behind it. And, um, yeah, I really liked how you get some of the comedic elements that he, you know, has sprinkled throughout his previous films. Mm. But he also, like, doesn't do too much of the horror elements that he is known for mm. he, he wanted to yeah. go for the more john Car- carpenter or you know the classic sci-fi yeah um spectacle in his movie yeah and um yeah like you know the brother sister dynamic was also really oh, well yeah. done yeah. i really love that yeah. um especially um forgetting the actress's name um kiki palmer kiki yes palmer. Oh, yeah. she's she amazing. so good like, yeah, yeah, yeah very charismatic and like the moment she you know enters the scene her first scene in front of the the green screen with the horse yes 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 i was like <laughs> bro like i know i'm gonna enjoy every yeah, single scene yeah. she's gonna be yeah. in yeah. and um i did like daniel um Kalia as well yeah. like he was like, i feel like his performance was more subtle mm. yeah well he played a very different character it to what he usually does yeah. right yeah it was very yeah. subtle and you know you can you can feel the emotional weight behind his character with the death of his you know 
father and um, also trying to make something his own. Yeah. Mm. Like, um, yeah. you know, with the with the farm and um, dealing with all the other problems. And, mm. um, yeah, it was a really well-done movie. And I feel like I might need to see it a few more times to mm. really appreciate the, um, th- the third act. Because mm-hmm. while I do enjoy the third act, I feel like... I might have missed a few elements that made it feel like, as Beret said, it might have not been as entertaining as I yeah. hoped for. I, I felt like, mm. yeah, he yeah. he didn't stick the landing yeah, as well like as he could The have. third act was a bit iffy for me, but I do think, you know, everything leading up to that was just so well done. It was. And yeah. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about the movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that in terms of um, for the first two acts, I was absolutely loving it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then... Um, the alien became a lot more an alien yeah. rather than <laughs> this mysterious thing in the sky, yeah. which I was enjoying exactly. so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, like, I was kind of really loving that. And yeah. then beca- as things became clearer... Yeah. Um, and actually, this is a thing that um, a lot of um, other thrillers or mysteries and, and that kind of thing actually mm. struggle with is that, uh, you know, you can build up... Yeah. The hype, mm. but can you live up to it? Yeah. Um, and and so I felt like it it maybe didn't live up to it as much. Yeah. Um, but I still I still like I thought I thought it was I thought it was great mm. overall. Mm. Yeah. I will say that I didn't expect the UFO to be you know a literal alien. Okay. Like yeah. No, I did yeah. not yeah. expect that. Was that so either. unexpected. I was yeah. like, oh, that's very interesting. Like yeah. Very yeah. unique. Yeah. And um, yeah, and I, I love how you know um, this is not really a story element. It's more like um, something they just added in. Um, they couldn't really film the alien with digital tech because mm. right. whenever yeah. they try to film mm-hmm. it with digital tech, it would get scrambled or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had to go to like analog cameras, and yeah. that was like really fun for me to see. That like, was great. Yeah. That was like yeah. amazing. It, yeah. it feels like it's hunting. Yeah, like, it's like, like hunting. that's the exactly. ominous sort yeah. of. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Hundred um, percent in this big rural landscape exactly. where you you know like there's. There's so much space, but you're never safe. And I think that's a very clever way of sort of framing it. Like, it's Mm. always just stalking. What did you guys think of the cinematography? Oh, that was amazing. (laughs) It might be, like, it's some of the best cinematography this year, 100%. Uh, It'd be top three like the house mm. with the with the blood oh that's my favorite shot okay. it has to be that, that is amazing. that that's yeah. terrifying that was terrifying that, that was, was great getting uh I, yeah I, I i suppose like this is a spoiler we're allowed to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great well um <laughs> <laughs> buckle up everyone um yeah no but i, I the going from this and i again i don't know whether i've interpreted it properly but going from this big open field and watching all of these people get sucked into the tightest, most constricting space oh, as they're just yeah. eaten alive in this horrible sort yeah, of like, yeah. like it is just yeah. this Oof. claustrophobic kind of yeah. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting sort of like I, I had a real visceral reaction yeah. to just <laughs> how, the way that it just sort of and I'm not quite sure how he's done it, but just camera going from that yeah. very clean, quick cuts as yeah. well too it's sort of it's very happy to just sort of dip in and out of a situation okay. as it serves yeah well, what I'd say about the editing yeah. is that uh, yeah. and 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 this is kind of like what uh, what I consider perfect editing to be is that you don't notice it that's mm. it that's and true. it's just that's like yeah. like I didn't notice the editing at all like okay. uh, for example, like if we go back to um to bullet train like you say oh yeah the editing was cool it was like a, and you notice it like you do yeah. notice it but uh, like for me like my personal right. favorite is like when you watch a movie <laughs> like this and it's just like 
editing what editing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean so absolutely yeah. I, th- I think i think he's very good uh, jordan peele is very good at presenting a puzzle okay. and you get to solve it as it goes along yeah. and and i think that that's this is probably the, been the clearest that he's been with it where it's just the opening shot is just a monkey covered in blood and you just go, Such a good scene. what is going on? Yeah. Like, what yeah. is, and it just leaves you with that and it's just lock that away for later. Yeah. Can I it. ask this? Because either I'm thick or I've missed something. What the heck is the monkey? I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> because I, I, I was, for is. most of the, for most of the film, I was thinking that the monkey was an alien. Yeah. Right. That was somehow okay. like morphed to look like a monkey. Yeah. And that's why I also thought that, that, um, the, the mantis that was in front of the camera, I also thought that was an alien. Okay. That, that was at the yeah. time, that's what I was going okay. through my head. Okay. And then it turns out that, they, no, it's not a ship. It's yeah. a big flipping alien, <laughs> and so what? What is the monkey like? I don't. Yeah. I, I I've missed something. Obviously, no, I feel uh, you haven't missed. Yeah. you haven't missed anything. <laughs> like, mm. I, my like, like it's it's beautiful because it's open to so many different interpretations. Like yeah. for me, like the film, the the monkey is necessary because first of all, it represents the death of sitcoms, mm. um, and secondly, it's also necessary because it goes back to this idea that. You can't control nature. Yeah. Yes. And this is what Holly... See, okay, so I have to backtrack a little bit. The <laughs> alien has to be a UFO. It can't be anything else because Hollywood, what actually is it? It's a structure that we can't identify. It's mm. non-identifiable, represented in a UFO, something that is constantly changing. And this constantly changing thing is constantly trying to force things to be a certain way. But what happens? They revolt. Mm. Um, There's always an uproar, a revolution, because you can suppress, 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 and then it explodes. Mm. And that's what we saw in The Chipmunk. That's what we see in Jordan Peele's character. As mm. Sorry, um, that's what we see in the main character as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he tries to kind of really want to work with, you know, the industry. Mm. And he tries and he doesn't take him far. Mm. And so he just goes, uh, you know, he, he goes his own path. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's how I interpreted that scene. I, I really like that. Okay. I really and and I hadn't thought about it in that way, but it, it's the idea of the main characters being animal wranglers for yeah. studio production. Yeah. It's just I maybe that's him saying it's my job to make sure that a film does what a film needs yeah. to do. Mm. But I have this big ominous thing looming over my head, all yep. of these production studios and all yeah. of this sort of minutia. Mm. And it's a very scary system that I don't want yeah. to sort of tangle with, but I need to t- sort of defeat it to do yeah. what I need to do. Mm. You know what Maybe. also, sorry to interrupt you, um, What this film is constantly putting a middle finger in the air to anything, literally anything, that tries to contain and constrain independent artists. Mm. That's what the monkey does as well. That's what the horse does in the beginning when it kicks that person on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like constantly saying, F you, this is not how we do it. You can't constrain creativity and freedom. And this is why I love Jordan Peele. He is so strong in his communication. Like he is not afraid to speak up to the people that pay him. Mm. God's yeah. sake. Like look at that bravery. He's yeah. lucky. And <laughs> I, I just want to say, but the monkey is incredibly important in this film because um, the guy, the flam- I forget, the, ca- the cowboy guy. 
Pew uh, Pew. What was his name again? Uh, Stephen Yen's Stephen character. Yeah, I yeah. forget the character's name. But Glenn. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. Glenn. He, Glenn. Co- he always wanted to control like the industry mm. because he had this experience with a monkey that went out of control and he reached out his hand and then the monkey was taken away, mm. right? He never was able to tame something that was wild and it always stayed in his mind. Yeah. He tried to tame the UFO. It didn't work. It yeah. led to his death. Yeah. So that monkey or that chipmunk was necessary to explain his um, demise. demise. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. necessary. And also it teaches us like, this is what happens when you have unregulated trauma as well. Like this film is just hitting so many notes. It's jam-packed. With yeah. yeah. It's sort of, uh, yeah, his trauma sort of manifests as almost like a fascination. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah. and he sort of almost feels a sense of, maybe maybe he thinks he's like bulletproof to the to the situation. Yeah. Maybe he thinks that, you know, yeah. oh, oh, the, this uh, big entity that represents the industry and I, we we have a different sort of understanding. Yeah. I can I can reach out and I've I've survived. I know yes. how to but yes. you're tangling with something so much bigger than yourself and yeah. as a result. Yeah. Yeah. And and what do they do? They look up. <laughs> Such a powerful sorry, one other thing sorry. that I think is very important to acknowledge is that Jordan Peele's recurring theme is how racist the industry is. Mm. You have Kiki's character who comes in. She's like, I can act. I can sing. I can do this. She is this burst of talent. And you have all these white people that are just looking at her <laughs> like, what the F? Yeah. Oh, do you remember that scene in the supermarket? When, yeah. when she's just like, you know, pushing the, um, the trolley and then there's like this old white lady just staring mm. at her and she's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's how that's how it is for BIPOC yeah. artists and filmmakers. Like mm. they literally have it the worst. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they're dealing with being independent artists. They're also dealing with racism. Exactly. And if you're a black yeah. woman, well, now you're dealing with sexism too. It is yeah. so bloody hard. And yeah. Jordan Peele acknowledges that in all of his films, and that's mm. why he's going to be one of the best directors to ever go down in history. I I, I would second that absolutely. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think I think he's destined for historical status. Absolutely. 100%. He's already changed the game. Yeah. 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 And it's his third movie. Every so often I'll go back and I'll watch like old Key and Peel sort of sketches yeah, about yeah. TV and I'm uh, just like this guy? <laughs> that guy got the Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm just waiting incredible. for the day Marvel announces oh Jordan Peel's gonna announce a Mar- he's gonna direct oh, no a Marvel chance. movie. And then I want to see Bede's re- reaction to that. Just like no, but but I, I trust. I, there's Peele. no chance. There's no chance. Not there's after no, no fan. There is no, no way in no hell chance. he'll be like, no, no, man, f you. I'm hey, done. can I bring something up? Can yeah. I bring something yeah, up? Yeah. Has there ever been a movie that like needed the title of a different m- movie than this one? Like we literally Ooh. had a movie come out last year okay. called "Don't Look Up." Yeah. <laughs> 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 like yeah. just just originally calling it that. Going ah <laughs> ah damn it. <laughs> Just gonna say that was a terrible movie. That was an awful. No, movie. No, it wasn't. It was, it was garbage. Fantastic. No, <laughs> we've talked about this before, and you're completely Don't wrong. You I'll point it. Don't you dare point at me. <laughs> what does Jake think? What do you think? Uh, I haven't seen it. You I must admit. Oh. No, no, I haven't. I haven't caught it. You um, spared yourself. No, it's a yeah. phenomenal no. movie. Don't listen yeah, to it. Don't see it. <laughs> so Trust bad. me, it's just. Uh, so bad. I, I, I should, I should check it out and, and you get should. my own opinion on it. But um, uh, uh, Beret's uh, very graciously invited me on the podcast. So whatever she says is fine. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, she's the best at everything. Thank uh, you, thank you, my uh, benevolent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, all righty. So um, 
I had one other thing. Um, I'm forgetting what I was going to say. Someone else say something and I'll All right, remember. Um, I have something to say. <laughs> one of the final moments of the movie is when, like, remember when um, Kiki Palmer's character, like, goes on the bike and then she goes back to the um, the amusement park and then yeah. she just takes the bike and slides and yeah. then, like, looks back at the camera. Yeah. That's directly taken from Akira. I thought that was Have Akira. Akira. Yeah, I, yeah. I literally shouted at the screen. I was just <laughs> it was a Akira bike shot. Akira bike shot. <laughs> I, like, I love that. And apparently um, Jordan Peele's a massive fan of Akira and okay. like these really old um, anime movies from yeah. like the 90s and 80s. Yeah, he's quite yeah. the uh, yeah. he's quite the Ghost in the Shell fan, I think. Yeah. I think so. Of, like, yes. of that ilk. Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a nerd, basically. <laughs> <laughs> we like nerds. I knew I liked him. <laughs> yeah. uh, old sport. Uh. <laughs> um, I guess another important point to acknowledge is that we live in a society that's constantly obsessed with novelty. Something yeah. new comes up and you kind of forget what was there previously because it's, it's no longer new. Mm. And this film's just saying how, like, you need to remember your roots and you can't just constantly be following trends, hence why only an olden day camera could capture the UFO. Because, mm. like, it's really important to know your history and it's also really important to appreciate things for what they are rather than just sacrificing them when there's, oh, something better. Yeah. The film is about commitment and loyalty. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's a very interesting sort mm. of uh, jab to say, uh, like, to have a, a motif where digital high def cameras are useless, and and yeah. the the only thing, is like, if you're passionate enough and you're creative enough, that's how you overcome uh, uh, inertia, I yeah. guess, yeah. to yeah. a certain extent. And yeah. uh, Michael Wincott, um, he's, he just plays a minor character. He's the the uh, cinematographer that's obsessed with the perfect he's shot. Great man, he's so good. <laughs> I, I, he's one of those characters. Uh, Character actors that I recognize by voice before I recognize him by face. Yeah, he's right. got that. Like, his voice is so deep. Yeah, like uh, honestly, at times like, I was like, "What? Say that again." <laughs> <laughs> what this beautiful gravelly, sort yeah, of like yeah. Tom Waits kind yeah, yeah. of vibe to him. Gravelly. <laughs> yeah, just that really sort of. Yeah. It's just like it that. Is. That man has eaten a lot of rocks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just yes, the grinding <laughs> kind of. But uh, he, uh, just as a very quick aside, and I just have to bring it up because I'm a big sucker for it, it's, he's, he's the villain, he plays the villain in one of my favourite um, guilty pleasure superhero movies, The Crow, the 90s. Oh, <laughs> right. I have uh, okay. Very, very yeah. grimy industrial, and, and so I uh, I just have to mention that because I have to mention The Crow every time The Crow can come sure. out. Um, <laughs> possibly you know what? Up. Let's keep a record of how many times you mentioned The Crow. The crow. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, that's one. I think we I should watch The Crow. I, yeah, I agree. Watch tally that's two. Well. Okay. I like the crow. I have one more. Oh, you've seen the crow? No, no. Is <laughs> that so six? Yeah. No, sorry. I was just gonna say. I feel like Jordan Peele's like the inclusion of the analog cameras, like as opposed to using the digital cameras, mm. was a callback to you know movies these days going fully digital. Fully digital. Mm. And like it's sort of losing that um, ma initial magic that movies used to have like 30, 40 years ago. And, you know, like having the film crane and having that real tangible scene. Mm. Like, yeah. that, you don't get that in movies these days. Yeah. yeah. And mm. I, I always talk about this with Muhammad Amin about how, like, you know, modern day superhero movies, they always tend to lack the realism. Like, yeah. I'm not talking about CGI, I'm just talking about, like, um, mm. the object and the characters being in. Um, you know, in the shot. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't yeah. get that these It days. looks flat. It looks very flat. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, okay. you know, I feel like that was also an element that Jordan Peele 
sort of alluded to in the movie. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Oh, I feel. I feel really bad because I'm going to bring up Marvel again. And no, I don't want go for it. Really go disgusting. For it. I, I don't want to be like too rude. Like no, I no, really no. don't want to kick a. We no, we go out of the way to be rude. Yeah. To we Marvel, have though. discussions, uh, anti-Marvel discussions, all the yeah, time. Yeah, but we are pretty much pro DC. So no, no we're, we're not. not. We're not. No, we we're not. hate all of them. R- Rashid, you and I, we're gonna we're gonna have a talk about the Batman later yeah, on oh, because yes, I feel <laughs> great. We got another Rashid. I told you oh, we I'm should sorry. not have invited Didn't him. Didn't you vet him before you brought him? <laughs> <laughs> I got you on board with the bullet train oh, one and no. I'm going to just keep barreling through. No, he said I saw a lobster. I'm like, yeah, but he seems like an intelligent fellow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, excellent. Got him again. He's scheming the whole time. <laughs> this, this is my master plan. It's this, this is like the better call Saul moment where it's like, Rashid's actually paying me to be on the podcast. Like, <laughs> it's the ultimate like rug pull sort of moment. But also... Everyone on this side of the table yeah. <laughs> loves Better Call Saul. Yep. Yes. yes. I, I have not time. seen oh, any, any of Breaking so Bad, any of Better Call Saul. It's You're missing out. You are you honestly missing out. I know. But, I know. but if phenomenal. you know, why, why are you delaying I, you your know, happiness? I don't watch TV no, shows No, 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 none of this, none so of this. You have to... Go, yeah, go. so this guy was like, oh, Rashid, have you seen Severance? I'm like, no. He's like, bro, you, you need to see it. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll get to it. And then last week I got to it, I finished it. I'm like, bro, that was so good. And he's like, oh, I stopped at episode two. Like, <laughs> oh, why'd you tell me to see it then? No, I didn't stop because it was bad. I just stopped because like, I, I, I find it hard to watch TV shows. No, I just do. That's I'd not. rather put on a movie yeah, and like, a the story's over that's in two why. hours. No, that's not. Have one. No. <laughs> I, I can understand where you're coming. Like it's very alluring to just have like one contained yeah. story, mm. and you can put it on, and you can watch it, and then yeah. just sort of have a complete universe within one or two hours. Yeah, realistically, more than two hours now. <laughs> These days, yeah, yeah. Mm. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone has a lot to answer for for the <laughs> length of movies. Like, yeah. oh my goodness. But um, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to kick a multi-trillion dollar corporation when it's down. <laughs> but uh, there's this strange kind of getting back to sort of the visual element and, and the motifs of, of uh, rejecting sort of digital technology yep. and more uh, going back to the, uh, to the film grain and, and being passionate about film rather than just reproducing film. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you see certain Marvel films, I recently caught the new Doctor Strange, and, and it is very interesting to have this kind of strange visual sheen over okay. an entire franchise, yep. because rather than rather than having the freedom to do whatever you want within this large kind of interconnected story, this big sort of, we refer to it as the multiverse, mm. yeah. you sort of, you've actually painted yourself into a corner because everything kind of has to look a certain yeah. way and everything yeah. kind of has to... And yeah. so you end up with this strange kind of film by committee okay. whereby... And and that's not to say... Because collaborative process in filmmaking is fantastic mm. and necessary, but you end up with this strange kind of scenario where everything kind of visually has to look the same. So it's all filmed in front of a green screen. Mm. And it's all sort of filmed in front of a... Uh, it and and it kind of feels a little lifeless and it feels a little like like it looks impressive there's a spectacle happening but there's an impact that's sort of lost and and i think that um i feel like what jordan peele was trying to attempt to say there is mm. that you know if you're you sort of have to be this kind of eccentric figure you kind of like mm. it's this ragtag team mm. of you know 
two farmer horse wranglers for a Hollywood production and they recruit a cinematographer and they recruit a this this tech guy that feels so authentic to everyone that I right. hung out yeah. with in my right. childhood. Right. Yeah. If you ever stepped foot in a Dick Smith Electronics in 2008, oh, yep. You, yep. you just saw like five of those guys. Like it's just fantastic. Like, like they I were just, all dads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just people that are just sort of passionate about their work and yeah. want to do more and want to learn yeah. more yeah. and they want to chase this kind of crazy dream which is we need to photograph this UFO and we mm. need to have the proof out there and we need to achieve this impossible mission which is kind of what filmmaking is it's just a group of people that are passionate about what they do mm. and they want to get something like they want to achieve the impossible essentially mm. um yeah i don't know if anybody else feels the same way about no, it i completely agree yeah. Um, yeah just one more thing if you don't mind no uh, please go ahead did you notice how at the start of the movie when they find out find out that there's an alien they're yeah. like, oh, we need to get the highest tech, the most expensive. Sh- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say the word. That's right. The most expensive stuff, you know, to record or capture like footage of the alien. Yeah. Mm. And then as the movie progresses, you notice they go through, you know, handheld digital cameras and then handheld analog cameras, and then the the last bit is just a photo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's Did literally just yeah, a photo. Just yeah. a photo. So you see the. Um, the technology, you know, um, the deprogression, yeah, deprogression <laughs> technology. Is that the right? Is that a word? Uh, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is now. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make it. Yeah, yeah. capture it by any means <laughs> necessary. Yeah, yeah. So. Alrighty, awesome. Um, we could talk about this film all day, we but can. Uh, <laughs> but we are running out of time, so we'll we'll wrap it up here and uh, we'll get on to the next one. Um, thank you, everybody, to, for listening. Once again, follow us on all our platforms. Um, We'll see you all next time. Bye.